I thought that this was an absolute atrocity. Oh. This, this episode was junk. It was horrible. I absolutely 100% how I hated how it ended. It's it's it almost hurts me to say it because I I I had so many different hopes for it, but I look back and say you know what, we've seen a lot worse come out of the MCU. Yeah, I I don't because... think that's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be a season three of Loki. I think this is very much the end of of Loki. And like I I in in my notes I can't tell you how many times I wrote duh, in capital letters with exclamation points because they're like oh yeah well, the loom expands but it's not enough. Duh! In one way, he went off and studied a whole bunch of quantum mechanics for centuries. So he's so he's now he is now smarter than Tony Stark. Loki's like, we gotta do it faster. So how many times did he try to do it faster? And as soon it got to the point where not only was it as soon as Timely stepped out, it was when he was still inside that he started turning the spaghetti. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. I'm Chuck. And I'm, I'm Will. So I tried doing a chat GPT thing, but I had like a 22 hour work shift and I tried it once, it looked like garbage. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do this later. And then got super busy. And yeah, I, I spent all day yesterday taking multiple naps just to catch up <laughs> for my lack of sleep and i'm like yeah i'm just not gonna do it i'm just gonna yeah, do my own thing that's so fine here we are yeah totally fine because here we are bed. so here we are here we are <sighs> season two episode season six two episode Loki. six did you like it so i'm gonna say this the episode's called glorious purpose yes hmm. it is Sounds familiar. Yes, it does. Very or very Ouroboros of them to start the the series with an episode called "Glorious Purpose" mm. and end the series on an episode called "Glorious Purpose." Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Yes. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, but what do you guys think, Chuck? What were your thoughts on this being what seems like the series finale of Loki? I thought that this was an absolute atrocity. Oh. This, this episode was junk. <laughs> it was horrible. I absolutely 100% how I hated how it ended. I hated the entire premise of what happened in this episode, and it completely 100% ruined the entire storyline of Loki for me. They ruined Loki from the beginning till now for me with this one episode. I hated it. 100% despised the entire thing. Well, that's less than five minutes. But, Will, how do you feel? I'm 100% in agreement with Chuck. I thought this was horrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's it not even garbage. It's not even so much that they completely changed Loki's character. We'll get into it a lot more later, but they changed almost every character. Well, at least the main ones. They did mm -hmm. a really good job at, like, undoing a lot of the character <laughs> development that we've seen, like, progress over the past couple of seasons in, in one episode. It blows my mind. And I know we're doing like a non-spoilerific thing like for the first couple of minutes here, but I do want to say that this is an episode that's about 45 minutes long. 10 minutes of that is a, is, is a whole lot of credits, right? In a 45-minute episode, there are two montage scenes. I don't mm. understand like the rationale behind that decision. It makes almost no sense. And one of them 
could have easily been replaced with like an explanation for another thing that happens here. It 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 just I don't understand what's happening. Um it, it, the, the way the way that the episode opens was everything that I've been afraid of that I've been complaining about since we found out what Loki's abilities would be and they just went ahead and they did it and I have a really big problem with that. I don't I I I cannot stand it. I cannot stand it and especially like the way things end leaves so much on the table and so much to be desired. And Lee, you're absolutely right. It looks like this is very much the finale of the show. But they left a couple of things open-ended, and it's just really curious, like, well, where are they going to go next? Open-ended? Yeah. I didn't see it open-ended at all. I thought that they closed the book on two characters primarily. They're done. Yeah, but then they, they, they open up another book. Oh, you talk about Obi. No. We'll get there. <laughs> not not literally open up another book. Well, he did too. Well, he does. He does. He does. He absolutely yeah, no, opens up a book. Literally. Sure, yeah. sure, but yeah. Th- th- overall, those are my thoughts. This was they said a, they do. Loki does say a line in here that actually contradicts what actually happens. In 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 the in the, in the I think it's the the eighteen ninety three episode. He actually says a line that contradicts what actually happens in the episode. And then how this ends, it actually wrote off two characters. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Two main characters. It wrote them both off. They're both done. Do you remember, do you remember like one of the main points of contention that you and I had against each other when we were doing Looper? And that's the whole concept of memory. Yeah. Timey-wimey yeah. BS memory stuff that's going yeah, yeah, yeah. on. This did yeah. that in did, one but... episode. Yep. Yeah. I it. it it's it's stupid <laughs> the way that it was done here. I still love Looper and I still super disagree with you. However, they, they did that here, <laughs> and it was just it was it didn't work. It did not work well, at all for what they were trying to go for. But those those I are my those that. are just my opening opening yeah. right. I will say this with Looper, what they did do is they had a backstory. They had, you know, they had enough stuff going on that fit into one style of time travel. Sure. With this, they, they they don't know. They don't know. I, for the first time out of all of us, um, was like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know phone call i guess sure um i for the first time out of all of us was like yeah i was loving this episode this season and mm. disney plus went ahead and did it again they completely 100 percent wrote off two different characters hopefully something that we talked about which we'll get in more to this episode in a few but hopefully something that we talked about last week will become what happens moving forward because Loki does a thing that you're like, huh? There's what? a lot of there's a lot of things what? that happen that, huh? Yeah, but the one primary thing at the end, you're like, what? <laughs> I was <laughs> like, nope, no. I totally noped out. I was like, I'm done. Like, if they make a season three, if they make a season three, I probably won't watch it. Yeah, I I don't because... think that's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be a season three of Loki. I think this is very much the end of of Loki. Loki. 
for the time being until I something. I mean, I think it's just the end of Loki <laughs> without getting into depth. It's just the end. of What's he going to do? All right. Well, <laughs> Lee, you're back just in time. What are your thoughts? Yeah, your thoughts. <sighs> so I got home after my super long shift. No, 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 no. This was the night before. Um, I got I got back home and I knew I had a really big like long shift coming up and I'm like okay I'm home it's like 9:30 at night I really should go to bed and I walk in the house and my wife goes no 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 I'm like what she's like uh you can't come in here because she was five minutes into the episode wow I'm like okay she's like she couldn't start it over she did oh. that's what she said but she was like she knew that I I wanted to go right to bed. And, but she also knew that it was like super tempting that she's watching it and like <laughs> I have to go to bed. So um, I came in and she's like, I'll restart it. We're, I'm only like a couple minutes in. I'm like, fine. I really <laughs> wanted to go to sleep because I knew how tough the next day was going to be. Um, so sat down, I watched it with her. And as we're watching it, I'm like, I'm like making faces and, you know, responding to things she goes it's so much more fun watching this with you i can't watch this without you and i'm like okay I'm like that's nice I, I appreciate that i didn't fall asleep oh i stayed wide awake i fell asleep with the last one when everybody or which whichever one was they were spaghettifying like everybody was spaghettiing yeah. i, I yeah. passed out with record stories i was just wiped but this time i was like wired let's do this um i was just i don't know it was just perfect timing so i watched it and I felt so unsettled by the end. And I'm like, you know, I really liked what they were doing with his character in the very beginning of this season. And I liked it when he was becoming, like, an actual friend to Mobius. Like, yes. hey, you know, when, when he's just like, hey, you all right? Like, do you want to talk about this? It seems like you lost your cool back there. And I'm like, wow, very different take on this character. Like, he's really starting to evolve. Um, which... I mean, if you look at it from the perspective of somebody who enjoyed this season, you say, oh, yeah, well, it all matched up. It all added up. It's good. But I was really hoping they would just go a different direction with it than what they did. Yeah, but they made him the most powerful being in the entire universe. Shh. No spoilers. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> but I, I will say, um, sitting on it for the past couple days, Rewatching it five minutes before I started talking to Will today. Um, you liked it. I don't love it, but I can appreciate what they did. It's it's it almost hurts me to say it because I I I had so many different hopes for it, but I look back and say, you know what? We've seen a lot worse come out of the MCU. No, but, but yes, we have. We have. We have. But we this absolutely was, this have. This was horrible junk garbage. But the thing is, they made him such a nice guy by the end. Where else were they going to go with it? How long are you going to watch this nice guy, you know, going off on these adventures? I don't know. I, would, I, would I have loved a third season for him to finally get to a place like this? Absolutely. Yeah, but, I feel well, like they jumped the gun. Six episodes? While it's you slap were, in the face while you us. left the room on the phone call, I was saying to Will, I said that they effectively wrote off two characters, two yeah. main characters. Yeah, I heard you say that. Mm -hmm. In this, mm -hmm. who? Well, <laughs> we'll talk who, later. Who? Who? Do you, the two 
it, 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 just, yeah. it just gets to the point where you're like, what are we going to do with this, with this character? And not nothing, nothing. We're going to do nothing. We're going to do nothing with this character. Zero, zero, nothing. Because now he can't move. He is there forever. <clears throat> he can't move. Okay. For a guy who didn't want a throne, let me tell you, he can't move forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, nope. There is no well. Well, uh, if he moves, everything falls apart. Yeah, if he moves. Yes. Right. Right. If he moves. If he she, moves. on the other hand, different story. Yeah. Loki's There's, other so variants, different story. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I hate that. Yeah, so do I. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. <clears throat> I do too. I do too. But I mean, overall, I, I I enjoyed this show. I know that they ended it the way they did, and it's like, oh, that's such a sour taste. But everything leading up to it was exciting still. And and if you look at the if you look at the character arc. I think I think the biggest issue is it's not what we wanted to see. Not was it good? It's it's did we want to see him end here? So so I, I get what you're saying, but when you guys were kids, did you guys ever get like did you ever collect baseball cards? Nah. I did. You did? For a little while. Did you ever get the cards that had like the stick of gum that was inside the pack? We understand. Yeah. 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 So watching this series of Loki was like buying a stick of that pack of like eight baseball cards, 10 baseball cards with a stick of gum inside. Mm -hmm. You are super excited when you got it. And mm -hmm. you're like, this is fantastic. I can't wait to get that. You open up the pack. Mm -hmm. You go through, in this case, the first five season, five episodes, you mm -hmm. go through all the baseball cards and you're like, oh, I got one really cool card. And the others are like, eh. Yeah. And then you're like, now I get to enjoy the gum. And every single time you got that stick of gum, it didn't just like break apart. It was brittle in your hand because yeah. it was so stale. It yeah. was so old. Yeah. yeah. You put it and you were like, you're like eight, so you don't care. So you uh -huh. pop it into your mouth anyways and you start chewing it. It like chips a few teeth and you're like, I thought <laughs> I was going to like this. It was brittle. How does it chip your teeth? Because it's hard. The gum was super hard. Yeah. So you sat there and you chewed it and you're like, I was going to enjoy this, but I really don't now. And now it, and, it la and the flavor lasts like 10 seconds and you spit it out. Mm -hmm. The last episode of this was like chewing that gum. And the first five episodes was like opening that pack and going. And then that final event, all I remember now from those days wasn't the cards. Was I don't remember which card I got. It right. was the gum. Right. 10 years mm -hmm. from now, all I'm going to remember about this season is this finale and it ruined everything prior to it ruined every no, single thing. Prior I get to. that. We've talked mm -hmm. about things where, or my biggest issue was it's, it's the, the ending, you know, I, I've said this about so many things, even music. I remember when, um, <clears throat> so we were recording a song and I had my drummer lay down vocals, not a singer, you know, but he, he had the lyrics that he wrote to add to this. I'm like, dude, you sing it. And I said, I'm like, and he's singing it and he's he's like missing every note and it's just like I'm like dude start and end on the right notes and if everything in the middle is is garbage everybody who's listening will kind of forget it they're like oh at least it ended okay you know like and you and it's 
it's easy to forget, you know, the middle if, if it begins and ends well. You know, first bite of a sandwich, amazing. The middle of it, oh, I ate an olive. But the ending, oh, it was so, so, so good. So I've always focused on that. If you have a bad ending, it ruins the entire sandwich. Mm-hmm. So I, I know I just gave you like four different metaphors for the same thing, but I get that. I, I'm not trying to argue with you guys, and I'm not trying to defend this. It's just go for it if you want to. No, I, I'm not. I'm not going to. I just feel like I'm. I'm. I'm losing my excitement for this. Everybody has superhero fatigue. Everybody does. Everybody's done. Everybody's tired. Um, they just had their screening of um, the first screening of Captain America: Brave New World, and it was like bad. So now. They're not releasing it this upcoming summer, but like the following February because Whoa. they're doing massive reshoots. Huh. So it's like, I hope that means they're recognizing that they've been putting out crap lately <laughs> and they're trying to fix that. I mean, Guardians 3 was really good. It fit with the other two Guardians movies and it was great. Speaking- but the, the thing is, I, I hope that they're they're getting to the point of saying we can't just put crap out. We right. can't just put out movies that leave a bad taste in people's mouths. Um, but I'm also not going into it with super high hopes anymore. Right. Speaking of reshoots, Disney just came out and they were supposed to release Snow White and the Not So Seven Dwarfs because <laughs> yeah. they weren't dwarfs. They were like <laughs> the Seven Not So Dwarfs. <laughs> the seven Not So Dwarfs and the and Snow Not So White. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they wow, they wow. are recasting her. <laughs> of course. And, and the, it was supposed to come out in, in March of 2024, and now it's slated for March, April of 2025 because they're going to recast her and reshoot most of the movie. Yeah, of course. And actually use dwarves. Um, not, not, they're going to make people look like they, they're going to do the yeah, whole they, Frodo CG thing. thing. Yeah, the CG thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but hey, it makes a lot more sense than what they were going to do. The seven. Uh, Regular sized people. The, the seven, the seven persons that live in this house. They should have. No, that's bad. Makes all the um, sense in the world. Yeah. I want to get into what we're uh, all talking yeah. about here and how we've been beating around the bush. So uh, Loki essentially becomes <laughs> the most powerful being in the galaxy, or the universe, <laughs> the multiverse, and not one ways, but several. In one way, he went off and studied a whole bunch of quantum mechanics for centuries. For centuries. For centuries. <laughs> yes. So How? he's so he's now he is now smarter than Tony Stark. So yes. they did yeah. that they did that whole thing. <laughs> then he becomes time. He can stop it, he can rewind it, he can move it, he can pause it. He I'm not even I'm not even talking about that yet. I'm not I'm not there yet. Like I, and that was my point before when I said we had two montages in this episode that was under 45 minutes and the one montage they could have got rid of was him and Sylvie going back and forth. It was completely unnecessary because you find out, "Oh, he can just stop time. He can just pause time whenever he wants to." Why wasn't that established before when he was time slipping? What why wasn't say- it just even even mentioned? That this was a remote possibility for him to be able to do. It's just, it's a thing that happens. I'll tell you this. The first time I watched it, I missed what happened there. The second time I watched it, he puts his finger up and time pauses. I was like, ooh. I actually really enjoyed that part. I hated it. I liked the fact that he suddenly had that. And he goes, and what makes you think this is the first time we had this conversation? 
and then he who remains is like, oh, look at you. Oh, his ba- his like- back and forth, his back and forth <laughs> with Jonathan Majors was fantastic. I'm not, Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not taking away from any of that at all. But I'm just no, saying that him being point. able to like throw a finger up and pause time, and well, it's he's like had centuries to figure it out. I... So. has he? Yes, he totally Doctor Who'd it. Again, my favorite part of Doctor Who is punching did... that wall for like five thousand years. You know, like. It was awesome. Like he he does it. He comes back and he's like suddenly he's he's Doctor Who. He totally became Doctor Who in this. No, he, like, he does. He was Doctor Donna. No, he Doctor Donna. No, it was hilarious. No, I loved it. No, and here's the reason why. Because he's not supposed to do this. And this is why I was saying they they wrote off two characters. There is no need. He who remains is now Loki. Uh huh. They wrote Jonathan Majors off. <clears throat> At the end of this, well, that hey, we're gonna we're gonna bring you we're gonna bring you. They wrote the- they wrote that <laughs> version off. Yes, he, but he did have yes. that line. Variants of me out there everywhere. We're all blah yeah, blah. They're blah. all out there. They and left- then there's the other line talking about when he goes to the other variant in six one six adjacent. Adjacent, which is referring to Quantumania. Yes. Yeah, I just said that very much. Um, was was like right. oh, but it seems like they dealt with that. I'm right. like, oh, that's a good nod to Quantumania. Right, and it's a way of saying, oh, we're gonna continue writing them off. Which, if they're writing him off, no. They but left the door wide open for another variant of more. him to just walk Ex- through. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are right, variants now... of me everywhere. You're not going to catch them all. You're not going to kill them all. Good luck trying, sir. And then the one person who could actually, you know, accomplish something like that, they they sat him on a throne where he cannot move. But. And his, but, and his cape but, but, is but, timelines. But, 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 yes. but, but. He has a cape of timelines. But, 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 but. He's connected to all the timelines. And he throws himself via holograms. He's going to be involved a lot more. They're not going to write him out completely. He's no, gonna absolutely up not. No. There. No, they're not going to write. Pop up. He's going to pop up. He's now like the Watcher. He is the most powerful being in the Utah. He is Jafar before he becomes the genie, as he becomes <laughs> the genie in the bottom. The most Elephant sorcerer. Yeah, it, I get it. No, it, it's it. I hated it. I I like where they were originally going with Loki, but when they made him this, it uh, ru- and he looked awful. He looked weird at the end. He looked awful. It, it, his mm. horn, his horn helmet was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it looked dumb. His little booties as he walked up the stairs. Why? I mean, the, the because he's gonna be sitting there forever. He wants to be cozy. Sure. He should have just killed Sylvie. <laughs> he should have just, just killed Sylvie. Probably. I thought they were going that way when they when she had that line in there, just like, "When you waiting for my blessing, you're not gonna get it." No, she said, yeah. "I give it to you." No, she didn't. She said, "You're not gonna get it." Yeah. You wait if you're waiting for my blessing. I'm not giving it to oh, you right. or something like that. Yeah, she yeah, never said yeah. I'm gonna give it to you. Absolutely. Um, okay, I'm. I I hear what you're saying about that, but here's the big thing that I was saying since the beginning. And it made me so confused. Where are they going with this season? I didn't see them doing what they did at the end. Like, I didn't see them ending like this. But do you remember me in in episode two saying, why are they even doing this? All of this is inevitable. And that's the entire point of this episode is exactly what I've been saying since the beginning. And I keep bringing it back up. Where else would this have led besides the thing breaking? When they kept talking about, oh, yeah, we need to... Uh, increase the three the throughput multiplier and blah blah blah. And I'm like if but if but if things are continuing to expand, okay, fine, grow something a little bit bigger. Then what? Uh, you, you're gonna prune some things and not all of them. 
I thought they were, were going to come up with some kind of baloney answer as to why this made sense, but it made no sense the entire time. Why didn't the geniuses, Obi and Victor Timely and anybody else involved and, you know, genius Loki at one point, realize mm. that before they got to that point? And I've been saying it since the beginning, like, none of this makes sense. All of it's inevitable. If it's exploding and they don't go back and stop her from killing who, who, he who remains, nothing else is going to change this. And here we are. The end of this entire season is Superman 2, you know, when they just undo <laughs> the entire movie. The, the, you know, well, well, he didn't undo everything. He just took the place of the loom. I he, said it he is been. the loom yeah. and he who remains all in one. Yeah. He's a tree. Yeah, pretty much. Which which is reminiscent of what the, the nine realms we saw um, from Asgard looked like. So it's something he did that in a way because it's what he knew of of like universes. He was a tree. He was a tree. Yes, which if look back and watch and look at Thor. They had a tree that was combining it had all the realms together. So he did that because that's what he knows about, like, containing things and keeping order. Is a right, tree. but if the loom couldn't hold all of the timelines, he has, like, six in one hand and six in the other hand, and the rest are on his, on his cape. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where are all the other timelines? They're branching off of those. Yeah. And he's holding them in the middle because he can. Yeah. Because he can. Because he can. Because he can. Uh-huh. Disney wrote garbage. <sighs> garbage this was hideous this entire episode was pointless we watched what this episode was was scenes from the first season and scenes from all of the second season thrown into an episode and then at the very end loki going i'm a tree (laughs) 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 that's what this episode was the so the yeah how many how much new footage did you see in this episode it was not much he's a tree he's a tree he's a tree, <laughs> he's a tree. <laughs> and not even a cool tree like an ant it's like just a tree just a he's tree in the, he's in the middle of it <laughs> he is he's he, uh, when i watched pain when i watched him going like when he came out and he like took apart as soon as he put his hands out and he went into cerebral and he put his hands out <laughs> cerebro and he i dismantled the loom i was like he just became the most powerful being and then he continues to walk through it and as his clothes and his jacket and his shirt are peeling off and then all of a sudden the clothes of loki appear and his helmet appears well some horn, weird loki i was like what garbage is this <laughs> pajama loki okay so can... if, if my, my my thing with this whole thing that you, you were just talking about if loki can go out there and not die why doesn't he just why didn't he go out there to begin with and try to fix the problem why 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 did uh obi have oh, obi mobius have why did mobius have to put on the suit why did no victor idea. timely have to put on the suit if loki could just go out there and survive like the bombardment of radiation, like Loki has no problem surviving at all. And now he's sitting out there, so I don't understand the point of the giant spacesuit that they had to put on. And I love in every episode, go as quickly as possible. And they go out there and it's like, gunk, 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 gunk. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, no, there's no quick. It's Not just... at all. 
it, it's it, this this episode was some of the worst I have seen Disney Plus put out there for Marvel. It was it was hideous. I was so mad at the end of this. I was more mad. I was mad at the end of let's I'll say this. At the end of Obi-Wan, I was mad because Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson showed back up for a cameo as Qui-Gon Jinn. And I was only mad because I was saying, no, it won't happen the entire time. And you both were like, it's going to happen. Well, it did. And it was and amazing. It, yeah. and it ended up happening. And I was mad only because I was wrong. In this case, <laughs> I was mad because they made Loki a tree. Mm. They, they so, made a series finale where Loki became a tree. So... One of the first things that I have that I kind of want to ask about, what exactly are the laws of this time travel that they're doing here? We talked about this last time. They but now they changing. introduce, no, now they introduce this whole thing about it's Loki's consciousness that's traveling through time because he's like popping into places where he already is. Popping into his body. Popping into his body. A second body. It's like yeah. a consciousness thing that's going on. But a couple of yeah, episodes ago, we, a, a couple now, of episodes ago, we saw him prune himself. Yes. So, well, because he was able to travel through time and space, which is different than him popping into his body again, which would be just time. Yeah, but so he wasn't traveling through time and space when he did that. When he was going to where he was, he was traveling only through time. When did when when did he learn how to do that? It's just a thing that happens. That's my whole point. It's just a thing that immediately happens. He can raise a finger and freeze time, and now he can pop in and out of his body at different places in time. Like it's it's his it's it's his consciousness that's going all over the place. But that wasn't established. That was never talked about. It was never it was never shown to us in any meaningful way that that this was going to be able to happen. It's just something new that they allowed Loki to do for reasons unknown, and it's. Stupid. I want to know why. How come in two episodes ago, it was like the whole thing was like, I pruned myself because that's what had to happen. We saw that in the first episode, how he, he pruned himself or, or somebody came along and pruned him or whatever. Like, And we've seen multiple Lokis, this variant of Loki, multiples in the same place at the same time before. Now, all of a sudden, it's, oh, no, no, never mind. It's consciousness. Yep. Why? It's so dumb. It's so they're not. They can't even follow their own rules of time travel in in a season of television that's supposed to be about time travel. It absolutely blows my mind. And that's not how come nobody else remembers. Like how come how come Mobius doesn't remember having the conversation with Loki when they're talking about oh we had to prune the kid. That never. Why doesn't he remember this? Because he shook his hand and he spaghettied. That timeline spaghettied. Again, again, they've changed their their format of what time is. In a single Loki season, they changed their own rules of time travel. Yes. They had a multiverse. They had branches. Mm-hmm. They had time slipping. They uh-huh. had time travel. Uh-huh. They have consciousness travel. Yeah. And he brings up 616 at one point. I'm like, what's 616? Are, are you labeling the branches now? Or is that not a branch? Is that the timeline? Which is separate than a branch. I don't know. No. The branch is their multiverse. This has been established since the beginning. We said this weeks ago. This has been established in season one. This is, they even called it a multiverse in this season. This is MCU's way of creating the multiverse is the branches. 
It just goes to show you. It just goes to show you. Why are you confused? You sound confused, though, between multiverse and the branch. Because you just asked, is it a multiverse or is it a branch? You want to know why? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Will. I was going to say, you want to know why it's confusing? Because Marvel doesn't know what they're doing with time travel. If this was the Marvel of old, pre Endgame, this kind of thing would have been established in Doctor Strange. Like the concept mm-hmm. of what the multiverse is, the way that it works and everything, it would have been established multiverse there. Or madness. it would have been established in, in, in the first season of Loki. And the same concept would have easily carried over to this. And there would be no questions. There would be no ambiguity. There would be no confusion. We would all understand what was going on. But no, not at all. We're no. just going to throw it all at the wall and see what sticks. Right. Like spaghetti. Like spaghetti. <laughs> Ooh. Like spaghetti. There you go. But no, MCU's <sighs> definition of a multiverse is this branchment, this branch concept. Right. But then they have a circular thing as well. Only with which Loki. Which contradicts it. Only with Loki. Only with Loki. <clears throat> You've got spaghetti in this. We saw spaghetti once again, or we'll say first in Quantumania, but not really. And then we see, like, whatever the heck they were doing in Multiverse of Madness they're just going all over the place and they're trying to figure out what's going to stick. And so far, nothing has stuck. Not really. It's just a bunch of ideas. It's like going to, it's like going to a buffet. That's like, you know, if golden corral meets a right, like, you know, a Chinese buffet, you know, (laughs) like, wait, what are we eating right now? There's pizza, there's chicken fingers. And then there's like suddenly sushi. They had that at Chinese buffets. I understand that, and it gets confusing. But then you have meatloaf. They have that Chinese buffet too. I haven't seen meatloaf at a Chinese buffet. I have meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> hey ma, hey ma, that's not. It sounds nothing like that. It's ma. Whatever. The meatloaf. Like, it's not. Hey ma. Hey, hey ma. That's the. I'm... It's that cat again. Look, the one that looks like grandma. The one that looks like it's wearing makeup. <laughs> Michael Rappaport. Oh, yeah. dude. If you haven't seen that, if, you, if anybody hasn't seen. The the guy yelling for his mother because of the, the creepy cat. Check it out. The it's chickens, hilarious. too. The chickens? I haven't seen the chickens. Here's the chickens thing? Yeah. There's a, there's, oh, there's a video out there of a, a couple of dogs jumping over a fence to grab some guy's chicken. Ma! Ma! <laughs> they took oh, the you're... guy's chicken! <laughs> Are you mother... <laughs> Ma! That, that guy... He's been in so many movies. Yeah. And nobody has any idea he's the guy from the YouTube videos. Nope. Like, that's his new claim to fame. It's just the Ma guy. You remember the other one? Jay, look, Jay, it's a it's a baby wheel. It's a baby wheel, kid. Yeah, it's like basically the same thing. Anyway, whoop, 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 back here. This, this episode undid... Everything. What it done did. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty much. like I, I, I in in my notes, I can't tell you how many times I wrote duh in capital letters with exclamation points because they're like, Oh yeah, well, the loom expands, but it's not enough. Duh. What, <laughs> like, they, could, what they could have done is they could have finished off the last episode of season one, made an after credit scene of Loki just grabbing all the timelines and sitting on the throne and then called it a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it would, and it, and we would have been in the same spot we're in now. But six, but six hours of time not wasted. 
So the, there's, there's, I didn't hate this season that much. I didn't hate the season. There was that a much really cool. The parts. only reason why I say that is because this it went episode, nowhere. no, this episode nerfed the entire season. I know. So there's no need for it. Like I said, in episode two, I'm like, all of this is dumb. All of this is just leading to nothing. Like it's it's all inevitable. Oh, it all it's inevitable. To... But it's going to break. Like, why are they fighting and fighting? And why do the genius people not realize that there's nothing they can do? Nah. I'm gonna turn to Jerry Seinfeld. There's nothing they can do. I, I, Why didn't they know? I, Who's right I, there? Even though I, I'm with you, the geniuses should have been able to like figure this out weeks ago. Yes. But I do like Timely's, you know, explanation. It's like dividing by zero. It's impossible. Like I do. Well, of course, but like he should that. have known that in the first place. Yes. If things are constantly expanding, Infinite. what's making it a little bit bigger gonna do? Did they realize that it was constantly expanding? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. If yes. no one's there pruning things, then the branches are going to continue yeah. to branch. Obi gave the definition. He says the loom is supposed to, as it expands, it is supposed to prune things automatically. But you can't. You can't. You but that? you can't. You can't compensate for zero. That no, was the whole right. point. You can't he do did it. Say that. Obi, when they were having the conversation, and him, and when Smart Loki. Was about when Loki was about to go become smart. He's having the conversation with Obi, and Obi says, "The loom's not supposed to do this. As it gets bigger, it's supposed to automatically br uh, prune branches." That are I didn't hear anybody say automatically prune branches because that's what they do, and they were trying to not do that anymore because it was killing people. But yeah, the loom does it automatically. It. They never said that. When did no, they say no, 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 no. When Jonathan Major says that at the end. That the the, the loom or the loom or the the loom or the uh, the TVA is a, a fail safe. Safe. It'll prune yeah. everything and just leave the sacred timeline. That yeah. is no, no, a no, thing. I get that. When did that... Obi say that though? I'll find it. Please do because I don't remember that at all. If that was the case, then that again undoes. So everything. while you're looking for that, I actually want to bring up one other thing. Well, two more things about this episode that I just absolutely hated. Um, when 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 Loki's having a sit down conversation with. With the one who remains. Uh-huh. I love their interaction. I love their back and forth. I thought it was fantastic. I'm not taking yep. anything away from that. However, he does say, Jonathan Majors does say, well, you have options. You can either destroy the loom and bring on a war or kill Sylvie. And I'm like, mm -hmm. destroy the loom. Right. Destroy the loom. Bring on the war. Uh-huh. We're going to get to a war anyways. Like something and that's what Loki was planning on doing. Something's gonna happen. Like we're gonna get to that point anyways, where like if they're even gonna continue to go down the direction of like secret war, but this could have been like the linchpin of that. Yeah. Blow up the yeah. loom, let the timelines run amok, have an excuse to like bring in a whole bunch of extra characters or continue with this story. And at least that way it would have been a singular narrative. Okay, the loom is destroyed, timelines are running amok, the multiverse is doing whatever the multiverse wants to do, and that could have been, like, a great story moving forward. Is You could have been, like, and you need to, like, bring the Avengers back together to, like, intergalactic travel and stop it, right. and the whole nine, Which like, it could have been easy. We all thought they were going that way. And it it could so have been sense. so simple. Right. Just to set that storyline up, but no, Loki has to sit on a throne. Father time. He always saw himself sitting on a throne, and he always said, I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. 
Mm. So I actually like the fact that it came full circle there. And that's that's the only thing I'm holding on to that makes me enjoy this. I he always knew he was burdened, which is the specific word that he yeah. gets when he's talking. When, when he has that sit-down talk with Mobius, which I thought was beautifully done. Yes. With him spitifying at the end. Yes. Him shaking his hand. Thank you. Like, I already know what you're going to do. What you're going to try. He's like, oh, you've seen the set list. Okay. What's this all about? And, he's, <laughs> and, he, and he starts asking these questions. And he gets into it. And honestly, I thought it was really great. It's, it's the first interview they had. He tells them that all the things he's planning to do. How, and he goes, how do you choose who lives or who dies? And, you know, it's like, you know, what is that? And Mobius like, there's no comfort. Tells a story about the eight-year-old kid, the hesitation, and the hunters die. Looper. The whole point was they lost point of the big pic. They lost sight of the big picture. Slooper. You got to keep the big picture in the mind. <laughs> and yeah, okay. But that was the whole thing. Is like you need to get over yourself, get over what you want, and recognize what is more important. And how do you live with that type of burden? Well, scar tissue. All right, choose your burden. Thank you, handshake, spaghetti, and that's that. But honestly, it was one of the best scenes in the whole series because he went back and, and had a real conversation because he knew the only person who would have that conversation with him and be real with him mm -hmm. was somebody who became his, his best, 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 best friend. Yeah. For once, he finally had a friend, somebody who, who he loved and had that conversation, shook his hand as he disappears. And then he goes back, and I actually did appreciate, because we, we talked about this in the other episode, when he's grabbing for the spaghetti and, when they're in Obi's place, and it's like, what's he think he's going to do? And then you see him here, and he stops it all. It's like, well, that's what he was hoping he could do. But now he can, after centuries of learning and trying and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Centuries now of learning and trying. The now, the centuries thing, it's a Doctor <laughs> Who reference. Um, Will, I know you haven't seen it, but Chuck and I have talked about it. There's a, there's a scene where... Uh, he's trapped in this castle, and he's trying to find a way to get out. But the only way out is, like, this massive, like, crystal wall that's, mm. like, 10 feet, you know, thick, you know, and you can't get through. So he goes up and starts punching the wall, like, bloody fist and all. And he keeps punching it, and then as he's, get, as he's punching, he's being chased by this monster, and the monster kills him. But he noticed that every time he dies, he resurrects and goes back to the beginning of where he was in this castle. So he goes back, runs through it all, punches the wall some more. And every time he does it, he gets through a little bit more of the wall from punching it. So 5,000 years or so go by, or whatever it was, until finally he breaks through the wall. It was a really interesting concept. You know, like this Groundhog Day, but one thing was still remaining was that the building itself, um, anything that he did to the um the environment did get affected did get changed you know like if he knocked a brick over the brick was still knocked over when he reset you know so he kept going through it and that's what kind of happens here where he's going through the centuries and everything then gets the knowledge they also did it later on um <laughs> i mean earlier on i guess in bill and ted's bogus journey where they're like we need to learn how to play guitar so they get in their time machine they go away and then a second later they're back and they're like man that was, an, that was a, a bodacious 18 months of extensive guitar training. And then suddenly they had all this knowledge. You know? like, okay. We're seeing it in like the current time where it's like, okay, for us it was half a second. For them it was 18 months. You know, And it, it's, it's been done so many times, but I, I've always thought that was like, okay, wh what a way to like cheat your way through and give people the knowledge or the skill in order to move forward. And I've always, I've always loved that because I talk about um, – 
I've used this as examples for so many things. Like imagine playing Mario, like old school Mario, and always going to the warp zone and jumping to level eight. You know, you you, you all do that. We That's jump up. It. Yeah, we jump to level eight. But if you've never played all the levels in between, you don't have the skills to kill those, you know, whatever is going to come at you. Those those jumping flying Koopas, you know, because you haven't dealt with them before. You're skipping ahead beyond your skill level. But in this, it's the opposite where you've learned all those skills and then you're resetting and going back. It's like, now that I've got the knowledge, I'm going to totally knock this out. It's like a cheat code. So at this point, he got the cheat code to have the knowledge and then redid it. And it amounted to nothing. <clears throat> well, nothing. Okay. So I did bring so that point up. I couldn't find it yet. I have to go back to the actual episode and find it. And yeah, it I, I don't remember Obi saying that. I feel like Obi was out of the loop with what the reality was. So, Loki's sitting on this throne. Basically, this golden throne. basically, time, right? What uh -huh. happens when a variant of Loki or even past Loki's self learns about this? I think that would be I a little we'll bit. Find out. I guess that would be a little bit more interesting than whatever it is they're doing here. Well, I would like to see something like that. <clears throat> well, who's to say we don't get to see that? I mean, because we we do know. That's what I'm saying. I would like to see something like that. Followed. We've seen this Loki. He was pulled out of his timeline because he took that um, space stone. You know, the uh, tesseract, which became useless. You know, it was a useless piece of um, paperweight. We've seen this Loki, and we've also seen the other Loki that went off to do Dark World and Ragnarok and all that stuff, and, and then eventually get killed there. Who says not a Loki that survived somehow and didn't get crushed by, um, by, the, by the Mad Titan there, Thanos? Yeah. Um, no resurrections, great, but that's just one timeline. You know, For a guy who has no resurrections and then becomes time itself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But... I mean, weren't you glad that you got to see some of it? It was pretty cool. First season was awesome. First season was amazing. The first season was great, and yes. they could have done an after credit scene, and they avoided all of season two. I, I, okay. Got it. But it would be really cool to see this Loki, the god of stories, which is what he is now, facing, you know, another Loki. Or, or confronting another Loki. How's he going to fight? How's he going to face another Loki, though, if he's sitting there know. on that throne and he has to, like, hold on to the time branches and, like, well, that's, he's that's weighed down with his cape and everything else? Like, I don't, I don't well, know, I, man. I think, I think the idea is that, um, I mean, we already know that he can he can put off, like, holograms of himself. A hologram. But we, also know that, but we also know that he can stop time. He can manipulate time. He can reverse time. He can go, you know, speed it up. He can do all these things. We don't know what else he can do now that he has control of time. I'm just going to, I'm you just going to. Can he put himself in a timeline to be involved in it one way or another, you know, and what can he do when he's there? Is he just, is he just a projection or I'm just going to kind of, at this point, I'm going to, at this point, I'm going to just kind of look at Loki as if he's Superman. Like you're way too powerful now. <laughs> he's yeah. more powerful than Superman. Oh, okay. Sure. At this point. He is way more powerful. Superman's than Superman. powers are endless. He can rebuild walls with his eyes, and they stopped doing that. Oh, they stopped doing that. They did it for that one, those, 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 that two, those two movies, and they never went back to it again. <laughs> yeah, nah, you know why? Gonna, he's gonna throw because a big. It was hot garbage. He's gonna no, throw he a has big. His, 
Now he just has his main powers, and that's it. He can fly. He's bulletproof. He can. He has uh, the frozen breath. He's, he's going to come along. Breath. Superman's going to come along and throw a giant cellophane S at Loki, and that's going to be <laughs> the end of it. <laughs> and then Superman has to hold on <laughs> and keep time. <laughs> that's the crossover. Now, I mean, I think we all know where we're at here with this episode. I'm not trying to rush us through it, but I'm thinking, like, I kind of want to revisit Quantumania again, see a little bit more of Kang. I, I, don't, I don't think I've watched it again since the first time, so I do want to revisit it. I know it's on Disney+, Plus, and my wife hasn't seen it, so we're probably going to watch it together at some point soon. But, um, oh boy, what was I getting with it? Oh, the, the, the idea is out there that because of everything they've done and because of how long they've dragged it out, there, there are thoughts and talks and feelings and you know guesses that they're really not going to recast the Fox X Men, and they're going to start bringing these mutants in with their original actors. I would not be opposed to any of this. They, this is something that should have happened years ago. <laughs> at this point, well, none of us have seen the movie that came out uh, yesterday, but I heard there's a massive drop in it. Um, there's like, there's the like, Marvels? there's like three post-credit scenes. There's like an early one, a mid, and then, a, and then a final. What, the Marvels? End. Yes. I heard it was a big flop too. Uh, I haven't heard anything but, about it. I haven't been paying attention. But I heard that there's a drop in there. And well, they made it seem like because of this, they're probably not going to recast a ton of these characters. I know, I know they recast Halle Berry with a younger version and they recast Rebecca Remain with the younger version. And they took all those different versions and started like, put them together. But some of the big ones... They recasted a lot of people. They did. Well, for first but class, think, like that yeah. crew. That's, but that's something right. different. Right. But, yeah, but, I, they've I, been, but they've been building off of them since they did the first, they did the original trilogy. The original trilogy was 20-something years ago. <laughs> yeah, at this point now. It was literally 23 years ago. It was 2000. Yeah. When the first X-Men came out, which back then was great. Rewatch it now. It is super corny because it's before Marvel did their stuff. Yeah. And made things a little bit more serious. You yeah. Know? And so, on, the, on the subject like, of on the subject of recasting, like, I don't even know what something like that would look because I can't imagine. I can't imagine like Ian coming into this and like anybody taking him seriously as Magneto. Like it would have no. to be Michael Fassbender. It would have it would to be, yeah. have they, they to be Michael use, Fassbender. That's what I'm saying. They should use the first class. Yeah. Actor. And not the original trilogy actor. Yeah. But they're still going to use Hugh Jackman. I mean, I, I thought he was done, but he's back for, for Deadpool 3. And I feel like, I mean, all, all that joking and everything about um, Harry Potter coming in and being him. Yeah. In he, he straight up said, he's like, no. I mean, I, I would do it, but nobody's asked me. And it's not why I bulked up. And, you know, it's, it's all just been a big joke. I mean, the idea that they wait talked minute, about wait before. Wait, wait, wait. Daniel Radcliffe got bulked up? Yeah, yeah, he's he's in. He, yeah, yeah. His parents are like are like like physical trainers. So they're like crazy about it. So people are asking. Him, he's like, no, I just decided to finally focus on my body. Like, kind of reminds me. Kind of reminds <laughs> me about like what was healthy. it, ten or fifteen years ago, when like some reporter stupidly asked the lead singer of Alter Bridge if he was going to be the new frontman for Zeppelin. Do you remember this? Uh, oh yeah. And he laughed it off yeah. like this is ridiculous. Why? I mean, he he basically said the same thing like I would do it, but this is ridiculous. Why would you yeah, even man. ask me a question like this? <laughs> what makes you think that? Why would you why would anybody up? think yeah. something you, like what that? What are you looking up? Daniel Radcliffe or Daniel Radcliffe? And you want to see him in his underwear going freaking out? No, oh, he's there's a whole thing with him and um, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I know. So 
Okay. He wouldn't be bad. That's a, that's a funny thing. He actually wouldn't be bad. He'd look good. Yeah, eh, maybe. But, maybe. But, I mean, here's the reality. Wolverine is a short, hairy dude. And they talked about... Uh, they, they've made jokes about Dan DeVito. Because he's so tiny. <laughs> if you watch the old animated series, remember the old Australian Wolverine? Yeah. We're talking, like, not the Fox 25 ones we knew, but the ones before he was, or he was like, orange. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, we've been... Well, I've been I've been poo-pooing on this episode for a little while now, and I absolutely hate it. But I do want to touch on a couple of things that I really did like. And okay. first and foremost, it's the whole conversation between uh, Loki and the the one who remains. I okay. love how Majors just sat there for a moment watching Loki and Sylvie fight, and it was so blatantly apparent that he knew what was going on. And he was just kind of sitting there waiting for it to play out. Like, I thought the whole thing was fantastic. I thought that entire sequence was amazing. I, I love I love what he says to him. He's like, he's like, are you seriously just going to sit there and watch this over and over again? And yeah. you're like, oh, pause, hold on, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so how many times have you been at this? Yeah. Is this, not, is this the first time we've had this conversation? And then, and then that's when it leads to, you know, he's like, you've been slipping through time thinking that you were going to beat the system. And yet here you are. I paved the whole road. Reincarnation, baby. I actually really, really, really so loved He Who Remains in this. So he was fantastic. So I love how he was like, what are your thoughts on Victor? T yeah. But what I don't get is he is like the master of time, yet he doesn't know what's going on. Well, ow. Um, he did. He knew he died. He knew that he came back. Mm -hmm. He knew all of this stuff, but doesn't know how many times he's been through this. No. <sighs> Why? Because. <laughs> so Loki... Because can do everything that he does. That's the whole point. Yeah. And Loki bested him at the end. And he yeah. wasn't expecting that. And, Not really. And why? I don't know. But he he was caught on to everything else. Yes. But why? There was a scene at the at the last episode where he where she, Lo, uh, Sylvie kills him and then pushes him through that and everything resets and blah, blah, blah. He gets sent back in time. It's the beginning of the time slipping. Yada, yada, yada. Where he says, oh, and yep, we just crossed the threshold. I I've think it's I think it's because new. I think it's because everybody involved, whether it's well, namely just Renslayer and the one who remains, they probably did not see Loki ever having a change of heart. Right. They probably didn't see that coming. Because you even go, you even get into it like later on when um he's sitting down and he's having his car. Well, not later on, but like, well, yeah, a little bit later on where he's sitting down and he's having his conversation with Mobius. And it's like Rinslayer chose you probably because Loki is incredibly selfish. Like, I don't think anybody actually saw like a face turn coming from him. So it's probably the reason why he was chosen for this thing. Like, OK, you can either let everybody on the timeline die or you can kill Sylvie. Like, hmm. 
Speaking of Renslayer, what was the purpose of the yeah of, of showing her in the void? That's what of I was talking going, about. Like face to face with Goliath. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier when they left a massive door open. So if they want to yeah. do something, like we know, there's variants of Loki out there. We know Sylvie's still out there. There are variants of the One Who Remains or Victor Timely or whomever you want to call him still out there. And now Renslayer is in this place in Egypt with a pyramid behind her, and there's massive purple thing. She's in the void. No, she's in the void, and yeah. she's face to face with Eliath. She's in oh. the void. That's where Loki oh. went. Was the void. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was true. yeah, she's not in Egypt. She's just in that oh. place where. Oh. Um, I thought Egypt. After, I was like, why is she in Egypt? And I was like, oh, oh she's, yeah, yeah. she was in the void. How do you pronounce her name? Gugu Mbatha. Sure. Who? Okay. Gugu. Okay. Mm. Renslayer. Her name is Gugu Mbatha. Sure. I think. Cool. Pretty sure. It's Gugu. Call her Renslayer. Goo goo. And then they brought Miss Minutes back. Goo goo Mbathara. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that they just reprogrammed Miss Minutes. Yeah. Well. That's kind of what I'm going with. Was it Casey who was like, or Mobius who was like, is she gonna be like. No, it was B15 who asked. Yeah. Is she yeah. gonna be okay? She's not, not gonna, gonna try like... to kill all of us, is, is it? Like, no. So I'm just going to assume that it was reprogrammed and now it's nice. Uh, It was all way too easy. All way too easy. Miss Minutes also played Batgirl in the Killing Joke. Okay. Um, And she was Bubbles and Powerpuff Girls. So on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give this episode a negative 10 because it was that bad. Wow. I'm just kidding. No, I give it it like a 4 out of 10. It was just not good. It was not a good episode at all. It ruined the entire season for me. It left me with a bad taste in my mouth. The MCU does not know where they're going. Even with the Marvels, I'm like, eh. Oh, I totally forgot about something else that I kind of had an issue with. So Loki's doing his whole time slip thing, traveling further back into time so he can hopefully, like, make it to the loom in time and blah, 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 right? And he gets to the point where Victor Timely is in the room with Miss Minutes and Renslayer, and they're grilling him. And if you remember this, they try, like, Renslayer and Miss Minutes are very much against anything that Loki is trying to do, like, during this Absolutely. time frame, right? Yep. But Loki comes in the room is like, I know, I understand, I need him, and it's like, what? They're just going to let this out? Like, at that point, they're kind of enemies. Run after him? Yeah. No, they just, I, I know. He's like, I know, I know everybody's upset. You're probably feeling pretty bad right now, but we got to go. And he grabs him and leaves. Yeah. It was it was kind of weird, and they just let it, it happen. Kind of, but it was still. I mean, what are they gonna do? They were fighting. Chase they were them? not on the same they page at the all. No, they weren't. Not at all. Very much enemies they, in that moment when this happened. But here, right? Yeah. But they weren't expecting him to run in there and just shock them like that, and he did, and run away. Got it. Move on. They didn't run away. They walked briskly. There was no chase. They were shocked. I, exactly, it was no chase. They cut it. It was quick. It was it was part of a montage. It's a it montage, and montages anything can happen. Nobody it, cares. It, it was stupid, and it didn't make sense in terms of the story was, that they were laying out for the season. That it wasn't did not. Part I know. Of a montage. The, it was. the two montages. No, it were, was. It was. It was. When he's he doing the whole back. jump back and forth in time thing, going further back, and you got to do That's this and make sure it's, you it's get. Not, it's not. It's not quicker. It's earlier. That's, yeah. Right, but then that stopped the montage. The first montage no. was him going to the loom, Victor Tully going to the loom, going to the loom, 
going to the loom. And then, then they went further back. The, and then it stopped that montage. Yeah. And you started going further back. That changed the montage. Just like when at the very end with the montage, when he's, I'm going to kill Victor. I'm going to kill he remains. I'm going to kill him. No, I'm, either I kill me, you kill me. I kill me, you kill me. That the end of the montage was when, was when he goes and, and says, how long does it take you to learn all this stuff? That, that was, was the, the end. end. Of the montage. Yeah, because yeah. everything else leading up to that was, was still part of the montage. Yeah, I'm with Leon on that one. That was yeah, it was all it was all. Um, but I'm just this isn't even my point. Arguing about what the montage begins and where it ends, I don't care. <laughs> like it, what I cared about is there were enemies, and now they're not, and we don't know why. They just cut scene and went to something completely different. Yes, it's stupid. Can we explain, please? Why, when Victor Timely finally makes it, I mean, aside from the fact that there were words said that were not actually said, if you watch it with the subtitles, where he goes, you're doing very well, fantastic. Like, those words were not heard, and I watched it three times, and I did not hear a thing. It was just subtitles. That was it. And then when he finally gets back in, the door shut, he just goes, pumpkins. Yeah. What? <laughs> what did pumpkins mean? I don't know. It, it, it meant nothing. What Ro I want to know. I know what, what I, I know what it meant. I know what it meant. What? Rosebud. What? Was it Cinderella? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So now we're gonna spend we're gonna spend the next like two years trying to figure out what pumpkins mean. Rosebud. Then we realize it's pumpkins like is Nature's, their rosebud. Like, favorite sled. <laughs> so here's the part I don't get. You have, you Spoiler about, alert. <laughs> you have all these geniuses in a room, and yeah. Loki's like, we got to do it faster. So mm -hmm. how many times did he try to do it faster? And as soon – it got to the point where not only was it as soon as Timely stepped out, it was when he was still inside that he started turning the spaghetti. Yeah, they kept shooting it differently. Yeah. And I was like, how many times are they going to try the same thing? I mean, what's the definition of insanity? Trying the same thing over and over again. Well, that's again. why he said it's not faster, it's earlier. Right. Yeah. But how many times did they try that? But that's the point of the whole thing where I kept saying, like, all of this is inevitable. There's nothing you can do to fix it, nothing you can do to change it. The loom is going down. Just figure out what you can do to, to like, collect what you can afterwards. And right. he did that. He literally did that and collected what he could afterwards. He blew it up. They moved on. That's that. That is the entire season was inevitability all of it was going to happen all of it was fate you know but what do you do after that happens that's when he had to make that decision and honestly like i'm watching it and i saw his face at the end and that's when he realized man i had a glorious purpose and it's a burden that's why i was burdened with glorious purpose and i'm like as much as i hate the way this went because i want to see him continue to grow as a character well, now he's gonna grow as a tree. If if it's it, listen, if this is a bookend for his character, it's brilliant. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not the end. Well, I did say when I was watching this with my wife, I'm just like, look at his ears; they're so big. Oh man, he's getting so old. He is. <laughs> he's getting so old. Yeah. When they when they when they started this episode off, and they showed him in Avengers, and he's like, my name is is Loki, and I'm I'm burdened with glorious purpose. I'm like. He's like 20. <laughs> now he's like in his 50s. Or he, his ears are so big, he looks like he's in his 60s. I'm, no offense, Tom Hiddleston, you're a great looking dude. But the reality is, 
you probably had bigger ears than we were expecting. And now because you're getting older, they're so much bigger. Wow. They're, they're old man ears. And it's like, man, like there's such a jump here. Even Sophia DiMartino, who plays Sylvie, she was postpartum when they did the first season of, of Loki. Um, and now you see her here and she's like, what's the, what's the term? Um, super thin, like uncomfortably thin. And you're like, Oh, like you don't even look like the same person anymore because she's so thin and yeah. And the hair, but you, but you see, but you see her there. And then when they put her back in that scene with he who remains, you're like, okay, even though your hair is the same, you still don't look like you did. You're very, very, very skinny. Mm. You know, it looked much healthier when she was postpartum. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's it's sad. I mean, I know, points aside, when, when people think that they okay, have to got... be a certain level of skinniness in order to look okay. you know, attractive or whatever. But Okay, we, we, we do a podcast. <laughs> we talk about movies. We do not pick out the different sizes of people's <laughs> body parts. <laughs> That's just uncalled for in a podcast. No, like I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm None of us would actually do that. So why are you doing that? I'm just saying I think people focus too much on their appearance. And it's, it's, it's obvious when you see somebody who has changed dramatically. Look at Todd. Todd in El Camino was easily like 40 to 50 pounds heavier. And you're like. Who's that? Oh, that's supposed to be Todd. But you're making fun of Todd. Hang on, hang on. I love how you just got through saying you think people focus way too much on their appearance, but you're the one who's focusing on their appearance. Nate? Him. No, me. He's talking about me. That's why I'm saying is but I'm, I'm making, but I'm, I'm making I'm fun saying... of him because you brought up Hiddleston's big ears. Who pull, Who picks <laughs> up on stuff like that? My wife and I. I would never do stuff like okay, that. Okay, listen, I'm not trying to shame anybody, but there's there's a reality when you're when you're playing a part and it's supposed to take place during a certain time, like there's a big difference and it's hard for us to forget and just be like, Oh yeah, they look the same. Taryn Towered into into we could, um you know we uh, could Don use, Cheadle. There's fine, a big difference fine. there. Those are two totally different people. That's different. I'm here, let's move on. Like, okay, got it. Let's but we could use Hiddleston's ears, though, to create our <laughs> our digital person. Jeez. No. We'll put Hiddleston's Ian ears. Ian McClellan's ear, ears. Oh, no, his nose. nose. Yeah, his nose. His nose. <laughs> his nose. Hiddleston's, Hiddleston's ears. For, okay. For, Forrest Whitaker's lazy no, eye. No, Forrest Whitaker's no, lazy no, eye. With, 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 what's his name's eyebrows? Uh, Morgan Freeman's eyebrows and and you just said we're not a podcast that talks about people's physical appearances. I was setting, and here we I are setting, building building I'm saying a symmetrical this, person I was, out of giant body parts I'm saying from this, other actors. I was saying this on purpose, hoping you would pick up on what I was actually okay. saying. All right, well here we are because I'm the one who's been doing this for years. <laughs> yeah, and for like a year, and for like a year, Will's like. I never heard him talk about this. Uma Thurman's hands. Uma Thurman's giant hands. Giant hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's just mean. Uh, anyway. She shops in the men's section at sports, <laughs> sports sections. So another, I, I, will, I, will, I will ask this last question, then I'm done. Um, so Mobius goes home. Yeah. Is he just going to gonna take creep. over this guy's life? No, he's just gonna stand there. He's just gonna stand there on the and, side of the street and let time just pass. Stand there and let time pass. Let time pass. Yeah. 
creepy dude across the street. Yeah, who looks exactly like Dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's that? That's why oh, I'm no. asking. Like, is he, he going to take over this guy's? Because I mean, Wanda did it. Oh. So I'm just asking, like, is he going to take over? Yeah, this but poor Wanda guy's had life? the ability to do that. He doesn't. Well, I mean, he can't just like astro project into somebody else's body, like Wanda did. So you think they're going to make the Mobius Chronicles next? Like, what do you think we're doing here? Owen Wilson's getting old, too. He's not getting old. They just put makeup on him and made it, gave him a really bad wig. It looked good in the first season. This one looked really Owen fake. Owen Wilson as a person is just, he is getting old. He's, in his, he's up there in his 50s and 60s, too. Well, whatever. Probably. yeah. I mean, dude was born in 1968, so he's in his 50s. Yeah, 55. Okay. <clears throat> And? And? He's so hot right now. Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyway. I just, I guess I'm not, I'm just mad at Disney Plus ruining, Disney just ruining everything that they put their hands on. It's well, just. What did you expect was going to happen? I mean, all of, all of the things, okay. The two biggest things we've talked about the most on this podcast since its inception were Star Wars and Marvel. Right? I mean, we've talked about it multiple other things, but as a whole, when we're talking franchise, it's been Star Wars and Marvel. Mm. Both franchises that started well before Disney was involved with them. Correct. Mm. And we're seeing the fall of some of our favorite franchises because of because Disney. Of Disney right? mm-hmm. And they're the ones who gave us these spinoffs, these shows and stuff like that. And they started off okay. Because it's like, oh, good. Like, at least they're trying to keep some of the feel and some of the... Uh... Well, Disney did it again, too. So there's a there's a mini-series on Disney Plus called Goosebumps. Oh, great. Never watched... I'm not going to watch that. So I, my oldest Justin daughter Long. and I, I'm like, let's start watching it. Oh, geez. Did you show her the old ones? No. Please do. The you Haunted the... Mask. When the Haunted Mask came out... Oh, geez. I, I, uh, what year? We were in, in second grade, Will, when that came out. That was... Um, I think that was the first book. No, no, first book I got was the Barking Barking Ghost. I think I got that from so, Sean. So all the titles of this season allude to a book in a in a in an episode. Then, but it's all revolving around one story. Uh-huh. They just took all the other stories instead of it being an anthropology. They made it just one one thing that one all, thing that yeah, they yeah, all connected. Yeah. To. I kind of got that. And he's back and this yeah. And that. So <clears throat> there's this. It's all about teenagers. Obviously, there's goosebumps. And there's this boy who is obviously gay. All right. And ah, ah <laughs> which which they've shown in, which they've shown in many episodes and TV shows and yada yada. It is what it is. So I told my daughter, I said, listen, they're portraying him as gay. Obviously, I mean he wears a sexy cat uniform to a Halloween party. <sighs> it's just it's bad. It's really bad. But what they do, as I said, you know, if this goes any further than him just being gay, like this is a kid's show. Yeah. Then we're turning it off. And we're in episode three, and he finds this way through time travel to seduce this other kid, and they have this giant makeout scene. Oh. In the show. And I'm like, um, oh, we're done. I told it I turned I turned it off immediately. I'm like, this is a kid's show. Yeah. Like they're doing that with even with the uh, the movie Frozen, Disney uh. is doing this. Elsa, who is like beloved by so many five year old girls, 
they're making her a lesbian in, in Frozen 3. <sighs> like, if, if, if people want to do this and they want to show this, these things like that, and they want to put it in adult, like, PG-13 rated R films, and adults have the choice to watch it or not, fine. But they are ruining... They crossed a big line when it comes to desensitizing the kids in this sense and just making well, it so kids are okay to watch this it's, stuff. It's, it it's like Inception. So the idea is to get things at the root. And it's just like any agenda, make it normalized for the kids because then they'll grow up to have it be a normalized thing and then it becomes normal in society. So you can't, <clears throat> you can't like, you know, bring it up to everybody at a certain age because they already have their foundations. So start it when their foundations right. are being built. And, that, and that's across the board for any type of idea. Right, but the you thing know, is, though, what's being allowed, though, is the people our age who have those kids that age yeah. are the ones allowing it. Yeah, I, I know, but because... So... Yeah, I, I know. And, and I know, and I know, Will, I know that you're, you know, you have a difference of opinion in some of these cases, but I know that when it comes to kids, you're usually on the same page. No, when that. it comes to things like this, I usually, I draw the line of kids. I draw yeah. the line of kids. I might have I might have kind of a disagreement of what a quote unquote kid is. Like are we talking under ten? We're we talking under fifteen? Are we talking well, under, under eighteen? Under, under ten year olds watch things about kids that are in their teens because that's the whole point. Is they're they're growing into that. Right. So I mean, geez, what what did we watch when we were kids? Well, you, Will, you and I are are a different breed. We watched a lot of stuff we shouldn't have watched as kids. Sure. And idolized characters that were way older than we were. Sure. And and had fantasies. I mean, about I grew up on Boy yeah. Meets World, Family Matters. Right, and things <clears throat> like that had some type of you know moral that you followed and everything. And generally, if I mean, you were growing up with Boy Meets World, and they were at least three, four, five years older than you. So you were like looking at those characters saying, oh, one day I'll be them. And because you felt like you were older than you were, because all of us did. I mean, geez, I, I saw some kids that were like college kids at the show I just did. We did this thing up at UNH. And um, I'm looking at these kids. And I'm going, they're high schoolers. I'm like, oh, no, no, so, no. They're college kids. Okay. So I actually got a funny story. I don't think Will's ever heard this story. But this is actually kind of funny. When I was 17 <laughs> years old, I worked as a lifeguard at Water Country. Um, oh it's, yeah, it's a water park <laughs> that was near my house where I grew up. Yep, and I worked. I was seventeen. I probably worked sixty hours a week. I would bring home two hundred and forty bucks a week. I got paid like seven twenty-five an hour. Mm -hmm. And me and my best friend would like. We just worked, and it was hysterical. Like we just enjoyed it. But I would, <laughs> I would meet girls. Cause I was a lifeguard. So I would meet girls on top of like the towers for the slides and stuff like that. And then we would go off and we would, you know, make out and do crazy. Stupid yeah. Yeah. Things. Yeah. 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 So I met this one girl and I was, I was the lifeguard on the slide that I was letting people onto the slide and it was a slower day. So she would come up and she would go down and she came up again. And I'm like, Oh, you're doing it again. And, you know, I was 17. This girl's not too, not, not too uh, bad looking. And I'm, we're talking. I get her name and I get, you know, all this other stuff. So I finally asked her how old she was. And she's like, you know, guess. And I was like, oh, I hate this game. I guess I said, I was 17. I was like, so you're um, 13, 14 years old, thinking she might be two or three, three or four years younger than me. Mm -hmm. She's like, nope, 
goes on the slide, goes down, comes back up. She's like, guess again. And I'm like, I don't know, 15, 16. She's like, nope, goes on the slide, comes back up. She's like, guess again. I'm like, I'm going to shoot high. You've got to be at least between 18 and 21 years old. She looked like she was between eight, at least 18. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, between 18, she's like, nope. And she goes down and comes back up again. And I'm like, listen, this is my slide. Either you (laughs) give me your age or you get off this slide for the remainder of the day. Do not, at least while I'm up here. She goes, guess one more time. And I'm like, listen, I already guessed between 18 and 21. Tell me your age or get off the slide. She goes, I'm 11. I said, get off my slide right now. Do not come back ever again. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I was 17 and I was like, what the heck? Like, what the heck? Like, this is not supposed I'm so glad it went nowhere beyond conversation. But I'm like, where's your parents? This was 25 years ago. I'm like, where's your parents? What are you doing by yourself in this giant water park? Hitting on people that are like, Six, seven years older than you. You're still. Oh, I felt so dirty the rest of the day. <laughs> I bet. I felt so dirty the rest of the day. I bet. But it was like, oh, it was yeah, so bad. We, we, I had similar situations. I used to work at Blockbuster Video, which, good job. It was so fun. Go back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, work for Redbox. <laughs> Go back in time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Redbox are opening up their stores now. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. Uh, Redbox is opening up stores, but it's going to be different. It's more like a cafe. Oh, no, Netflix. or I mean, it is Redbox. I don't know. It's going to be more like a cafe where you can, like, watch things on streaming. I, I know. It's weird. Anyway, I, when they when they announced that, Blockbuster, like, went on their Twitter and was like, yeah, we've seen how this ends. <laughs> like, <laughs> their response was great. Um, but I remember there was this one girl who came in, and, it like, she came in all the time. And we talked a little bit. No big deal. I, nothing, nothing was, like, getting weird or romantic or anything like that but it was just somebody like you know you'd have conversation with and she came in you know a few times sometimes she'd be there with her mom or her aunt or whatever and you know i'd be there and she'd come by herself whatever and at one point i said oh what are you um a sophomore you know or uh, a junior and she's like she's 13 and i was like like the the mom or her aunt or whatever said that. i'm just like okay like she was like mad at me for it and i'm like was just asking like, not a big deal. But it's just like you'd expect somebody to be older because of the way that they carry themselves. And we see people now, they're carrying themselves a lot older, like, a lot bigger than they used to. But then again, maybe they didn't. Maybe we always carried ourselves that way. So in seeing these kids that are in college and seeing these kids in high school, I'm getting very confused because I'm like, I can't tell how old kids are anymore. Nope. It's weird because the way they carry themselves. And I go, oh, man, I look at my kids. My kid's eight years old. And I think about what I did at eight. And I'm like, my kid's sheltered, super sheltered, compared to what I did at eight years old. I used to go around, just ride my bike around town. My kid, I, I wouldn't even let her out of the yard. Like, I mean, I won't even, like, let her into the yard sometimes. <laughs> you know, we don't have fences. and It's just, it's like, it's crazy. But anyway, yeah, the point is. I don't have any stories from my childhood that I can share publicly. No, no, you don't. I was, I was very, very different from from both yep. of you. Very, very different. Oh, I have stories I would never share publicly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we, we, I think we all do. I think we all do. I just, just find uh, my story from Water Country. I was like, this is. It was. 
It was just it never. If it had gone somewhere, I wouldn't tell anybody. Because mm. your whole just be to your to, so to your whole to your whole thing before about if, the way if that it had gone happened. somewhere, you would have dick racing yourself, <laughs> just punch out a security wow. guard and go to prison. Wow. <laughs> to your whole point though about uh, everything that uh, everything that Disney's doing, I agree with you to a certain point. But on the same hand, you already said it. You hit the nail on the head. The parents have to be the one that's going to turn this stuff off. It's not going to be a kid. A kid's not going to no. turn it right. off. All right. When I was eight and nine years old and I'm in my room at 11, 30, 12 o'clock, one o'clock in the morning and I got MTV blasting, it should have been somebody else, like the adult to come in and say, no, you're not watching this at one o'clock in the morning. Turn this off. Go to sleep. Didn't happen, right. though. Not my fault. No. Not MTV's fault. It's the parents fault. That's my 100%. whole that's okay. Good. Uh, that's that's my so, that's my only that's my only qualm. I'm not. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw. I turned it off immediately. That, which is fine. That's your prerogative. That's your right to do as a parent. The problem is, is that Disney going in that direction, not Disney's fault, because clearly it's making money and they're doing not what Disney's every bit. And not they're doing Disney's what every fault. and they're doing what every what. Every company does when they see a trend going in a particular direction, they capitalize on it. It's but capitalism. Is it is what it is. You can't blame Disney. You have to look at the parents and say it's your responsibility. It is not Disney's responsibility or MTV or HBO or any type of media company or any type of entertainment to police and monitor and parent your kids. The only thing I will say to this, though, is I agree with that 100%. But the other thing that Disney is doing, though, is when they put out something that's not like that it goes big when they do stuff like that like lightyear when they do stuff like stranger worlds when they do stuff like these every single one of those mini series every single one of those movies bomb every single time and they haven't caught on that's the that's where that's where they they keep trying to push it regardless of whether or not it's successful or not um and like Lightyear was, I, if it wasn't for that one five-minute montage, would have been a fantastic film. Well, you do you remember the? It, it's not even just like the normal things like that, mm. but even but the movie Eternals, and I'm not even talking about the relationship between the two men, which like I remember being <clears throat> very confused about that. Like, who's that dude? Like, why is he there? Is he like an older brother? And then you see later on, you're like, oh, okay, they're in a relationship. Not what I expected. Now they're doing this. That was the beginning of it for me, seeing it in Disney. Um, but it was more, wasn't there like the little girl who was eternally a little girl who loved the other dude? And it was like, she'll never have him because she's eternally a little girl. Like that alone made me feel kind of awkward. Just like a little girl who has this like lust for another dude, like this older guy. Like they've been pushing this whole like, this is not the traditional type of relationship. And it just it just made it the feel only kind difference of with that is it would feel awkward but she might have the body of a little girl but she has the mind of someone who's old. I get age. that too and, and that the was the, and that's what they were getting at I right. get that but still it, on it's, screen it's, it looks on weird. screen it looks weird right and that's and it was like regardless of what the point was and how old she technically was it looked strange and that's what they're trying to push is like hey things might look strange but they're totally okay. You know, get over it. But I, I was thinking about um, my daughter's birthday. We had um, somebody who I shouted out a few weeks ago. Um, and I remember the conversation we were having. Like, his mother was there. 
um, he was there and like his two little sisters were there sh- celebrating my daughter's birthday. But you know, he's a teenage kid and he was complaining, like my mom doesn't let me watch these things. My mom doesn't give me like, you know, my, my mom monitors my internet usage. And I'm like, huh, I wish my parents monitored what I did <laughs> when I was your age. And he, and he's like, laugh about it. Will, but honestly, the stuff that I got into at his age, call it rumspringer or whatever, you know, me just going off and doing whatever. But I, I went in some pretty dark places. I did some pretty dark things at his age. And I wish I had somebody who paid attention to me enough that would care if I went down, you know, an avenue that was not healthy for me. You know, he's got a parent that loves him, that wants to protect him, not not shelter him, but protect him and make sure that he's paying attention to the right things. I wish I had that. My parents didn't pay attention to me. Unless it was like, why didn't you do this? How come you got a bad grade? You know, my stepdad was just like, why'd you get a, you know, why'd you get a, a B minus in math? And I'm like, huh, if you only saw my real report card before I photoshopped it, you'd be really mad. But, you know, the reality was like, that's all I got was you did something wrong. You know, I'm going to yell at you for it. Not like, hey, here's the right way to go. I didn't get that. This kid is getting that from his mom. And he's just like, I just wish you would let me do what I wanted. I'm like. I did whatever I wanted because I knew how to sneak past everything. And I wish they paid attention to me enough to realize that I was sneaking past them. So, you know, the grass is always greener. You know, I look, I, it's whatever. That's, that's where I'm at with the whole thing. I know I'm getting deep here and we're getting, we're going beyond our, our feelings on glorious purpose. The, uh, yeah, but the atrocity hey, that is the Loki. atrocity that is Disney at this point. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm good for the for the for the conversation if, if you guys are. Oh yeah. Anything from you, Will? No, I'm Final done with thought. this. I'm done with Loki. Cool. Um okay. this is kind of a Let ceremonious me... occasion because this is the last Disney thing that we are going to be doing for a while. Yes. Really? You don't want to watch the Marvels? Not really. <laughs> what if it talks about Okay, I don't think we're going to talk about the whole movie, but we might talk about what comes out of it. Cause I, I will see it at some point because I feel like if they are finally throwing some X Men stuff in there, I'm going to want to see it. See, now and you've said so me. much about it that I'm I'm going to be disappointed no matter what happens. I, I know. I just. Ugh. So, with that being said, for those listening at this point, still, thank you so much. Um, some places you can find us. You can find us at Patreon. The link will be in the comments on YouTube. Description. The description. Sorry. There you, go. you can also find us on Facebook at Black and White Reviews, as well as YouTube and Instagram at Black and White Reviews 1866. Oh, man. It should have been 1893. Should have been. Right? But it's 1866. <sighs> so share our content. Follow us. Like us. Please comment on it. Uh, we want to know what you guys think, and with that, Will has a question. Hold on. I don't. No, I'm Was reading. There a mistake? Oh, <laughs> what are you reading? Let's let's hear it before we go too far. What do you yeah, think what? I'm reading? The Marvels. The Marvels. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, did you did you spoil it? Spoiler warning for the cameo <laughs> in Marvels. Spoiler warning for the cameo in Marvels. Oh, no. it, it's it's um. Oh, hold on. Stop. It's, Chuck, if you do not want to hear about this, take off your headphones. Everybody else, this is the point of the podcast where you should turn it off. Spoiler warning for the cameo in Marvels. I have a feeling I know who it is. It's Beast. Go ahead. Yes, obvious. They 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 Kelsey blurred Grammer. it out. It's Kelsey Grammer, but I heard that it was CG. 
That's a weird. I heard that it was. That's that's weird. Yeah, I heard it was CG'd. It it was a brief little thing that popped up, but of all the cameos, him for real. Of Pharrell. Pharrell. Uh, really? That's like a nah for Rizzle. They did a cameo of Quicksilver already, and that went nowhere. <laughs> yeah. The and post Senate, the post credit scene, we see Monica nowhere. and she's alive and well. She awakes in a strange medical facility. Suddenly she comes face to face with an alternate version of her late mother. Uh okay, blah 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 blah. Inside this, that, and everything else. Binary. Mm. The mm. character's name is Binary, and she is a powerful alter eagle of Carl Danvers while she teams with the X-Men. Carol. Oh, Carl? What? Carol. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's not non-binary. It's binary. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. All right. All right, guys. I am good. Thank you all for tuning in and have a fantastic evening. Adios, amigos. Bye-bye, everybody.